It's happy hour again from the beautiful Collins Hotel on St. Charles Avenue. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. It's a beautiful day here in New Orleans. The streetcar is rolling by under clear blue skies and it's actually not hot for once. Collins Hotel is a great place to come and stay if you're coming to visit us in New Orleans and a great place to come and have a drink with us if you're already here. As my guests around the table are doing today, Lydia Benson is the president of the board of the Pussyfooters Association. Correct? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah. David Tosso is a 610 stomper. Yes, sir. The motto we of the 610 stompers is ordinary men, extraordinary moves. That's right. So we're looking for some extraordinary moves out of you during the course of the next hour. You'll get them. And our special music guest today, uh, Natalie Mae Palms. Hi, Natalie. And Alex Bachari, who's Natalie's guitar player in a band called Unturned Tricks. So we've got a whole sort of a theme going with pussy footers and unturned tricks and, and stompers. And on our own piano, the fabulous, lovely and talented Mitch Foreman. Hey, Grant. Hey, Mitch. How are you? Very well. What's going on? Well, what's going on with you? We have to talk about you for a minute because the reviews have started coming in, I see, for Sing Along With Mitch, the new Mitch yes. Foreman record, which is you and a whole bunch of vocalists. And for people who don't know, who are listening to the show, don't know who you really are, and we joke a lot about you having your five piano lessons, Mitch Foreman was the piano player in the Mahavishnu Orchestra, along with John McLaughlin, and, uh, and played with Stan Getz and uh, the Wayne Shorter Quartet and a huge list of luminary jazz people, correct, Mitch? That's correct. So it's no surprise that this album is getting rave reviews, and I see one review described it as perfect. <laughs> the perfect jazz record. Could you guys, can uh, you musicians imagine getting a review like that? Have you been reviewed before you two, Alex? Nothing like that. What was, <laughs> the, what was the best one you had? Shark Sandwich? Something like that, yeah. <laughs> Shark Sandwich. What was that? That was... Uh, <laughs> Spinal Tap. Spinal Tap. Uh-huh. Shit Sandwich, I think <laughs> they called it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, you didn't have anything bad like that, Alex. Did you really? No, no, I, no, I didn't. No. Nothing, nothing perfect, though, so congratulations. Now, that really is a stellar Thank review, Mitch. So how's the, how are the record sales going? Well, it's hard to say right now, but it looks pretty good. There's been a little bump on the website, and things are looking good. Very good. Well, we have a link to, uh, to your site on our site, of course. If anyone wants to go check it out, they can go check it out at Mitch, is it MitchellForman.com, your real name? Yeah, yeah MitchellForman.com. Mitchell it's great. It's a, it's a great record. So listen, I Thank guess you. we should start at the beginning, really, and, and ask you, Lydia, what exactly is a pussy footer? <laughs> pussy footers are um, uh, all ladies, female marching group. We were the first. We're 11 years. The first years. of how many are there now? Oh, my goodness. I don't know how many there are. There there are a lot of copycat groups out there now. All-girl dance troops that, that prance around the streets of New Orleans dancing to records. There are a lot of them. Yeah. Are there really? What? And, and there's one male dance group. Well, that's group. why we have the 610 Stomp. That's now, why David's that's here. That's right. That's yeah. why so David's that, here. They were just, you're just copycats. <laughs> we're just copycats. We just want to dance. Boys just want to dance. Yeah. So, girl, so the six tens, I mean, the six tens drummers, the Pussyfooters started from, was someone's wild idea. Whose wild idea was Camille it? Camille Baltazar is our founder. Um, 11 years ago, she is not from New Orleans. She was watching a Mardi Gras parade, and she thought, gee, I wish I had done that when I was young, watching the... Um, Being a dancer, one of the, like, the girls in front of school, the brass bands. right. Yeah. And um, so she got a group of girls together and decided that the only um, stipulation was you'd be over 30. Was she living here at the time? She was living so here at the time. So she'd moved here from somewhere else. She had moved here from somewhere else. 
and um, founded the group. Right. And um, sure. and the only stipulation was you have to be over thirty. Which, over thirty, which opens it up to a lot of uh, women. It does. And you have to want to be a sort of an exhibitionist or a drunk or both or what. <laughs> Those are absolute requirements. <laughs> I mean, present company accepted. I didn't mean that you're an exhibitionist or a drunk, of course. But, but the, the deal seems to be you have to wear a lot of pink. A lot of pink. And you're sitting with, here. With highlights of orange. With, uh, so pink and orange are the, are the colors of the pussyfooters. Yes. And you're sitting here today, and this is, do you walk around the streets like this with a giant feather boa sticking out of your, a feather sticking out of your hat and a T-shirt? And a, are you wearing a pink dress? What is it? I am. Wearing a pink skirt. And, and polka dot Doc stockings. Martins, which are our trademark. Doc Martins are the trademark. Are you sponsored by right, anybody? And, no, and orange not. stockings with we're like. We're not, but we would love to have a sponsor if anybody out there is listening. You'd think that somebody wanted to sponsor a bunch of, of women prancing around, you know, half naked and drunk on the streets of New Orleans, wouldn't you? During, <laughs> is it during Mardi Gras only? Not during Mardi Gras. We are 12 months a year. What do you do the other 11 and a half? We do um, charity events, as, um, as dancers. As dancers, we have a very busy month this month. We'll be at the Fur Ball this weekend for Animal Helpers. Um, we'll be at Magnolia Schools fundraiser next week. Um, we what, do you, what do you exactly do? You go dressed up and dance? Go, go dressed up and dance and, and help out with the fundraiser, sell right. raffle tickets, help with silent auctions, things like that. And there's more people who want to be pussyfooters than there are room for pussyfooters. That is so absolutely correct. We hold a lottery every year to select new members. And what happens to the old ones? They break their legs or get tired or arthritis or what happens? Once a pussyfooter, always a pussyfooter. So the trip just gets bigger and bigger every That's year? That's correct. Does it really? That's how many correct. How many women are there now? We're 104 strong this year. And who's, who's the, how, how old is the oldest pussyfooter? You never ask a lady how old she is. Well, I wasn't asking. I wasn't asking for her name. Is that is that so bad? She's thirty, of course. She's thirty. Over thirty. Over thirty. Yeah. Somewhere She's thirty-one. Over 30. Okay. Over thirty for a reason. So I mean, are there any hundred? Are there any hundred-year-old pussyfooters? No, there's not. But when there is, we'll have a huge celebration. You get. Will be a big party for the hundred-year-old right. pussyfooter. And I'm just going to ask you one more question because it really is amazing. Who designed the logo of the? What you like that? <laughs> I'm interested in it. How would you describe? How do you describe it? It's boots with wings. That's what it is. It's boots. <laughs> 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 oh, that that escaped me completely. Did it? Yeah. Really? I thought it was something else. Shame on I'm you. I'm sorry. It must be just me. Where where are the boots? Those two things on the the, the things on the outside of <laughs> boots. Out, boots wings. Where's the boot exactly? You might say, if you, I'm sorry that you're not watching this, I hope you get a photo of this. <laughs> because we have to see this. He's looking at my T-shirt. I, I mean, I'm, I'm staring at your tits because I have to. It's, it's my job. But I really can't see boots. Do you guys see boots in there? Major or do you see a vagina? Yeah, see the <laughs> boots. There is a vajayjay in the logo. There's a vagina in the logo yeah, of the pussy right. I can see that. I can see the pussy, but I can't see the foot. Yeah. I'm sorry. Can you there see the foot? foot? Guys, down, there's three down. other... P- no, I can, I, I can see the boots. Yeah, there's but boots. Can you, Natalie, can you see the boots? I can, yep, I can see it all. David? <laughs> I can see the boots. It's one of those if you stare hard enough. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those things where you have to push you your eyes really yeah. close yeah, you to it. You have to kind of it's like an Escher. Yeah, you have it's to like stare at it. Yeah. <laughs> Who designed that, actually? I, I really don't you know. Don't, you're the president of the board, right? I am the president. You think you'd know something like this before you came on the radio? 
<coughs> you think you do some research? It was, it was before my time. Really? When did you start off? Six years ago. Six years ago. So they were going for five years before you. Yeah, I guess. Well, so. how did you get to be president? Did they have a vote? They did. There was an election last year. You have to make a speech and everything. No, thank goodness. It's a silent. I mean, it's a secret ballot. Yeah. Wow, that's pretty good, David. What about you? Are you in any sort of official position on the six ten stompers? I'm the uh, vice president in charge of something. You don't know what though. Did anyone no. tell you, or did you just forget? Well, no, it's just something. Something, something that oh, that's has the to be done. Title. Yeah, the vice, vice president, president in charge of something. something. Yes. Oh, that's great. What are the other positions on the board? We have a lot of positions. Uh, <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> Not as many as the pussy footers, I guess. But uh, well, we have our leader Brett Patron, who uh, headed up the group. He got uh, the group, to, the core group, together to start the group. We're in our third year of uh, dancing. We're going into our third year. And we have uh, grown, and as we've grown, we've added positions to the board. And how many stompers are there? 85. That's pretty good. And do they all have wacky names, like, you know... We all have nicknames. Dancer names? Yes. What's your dancer name? Mr. Jerome. (laughs) Mr. Jerome? Yes. Okay. Has that got any sort of uh, explanation behind it? It's my middle name, and everybody thinks it's hilarious. (laughs) (laughs) It is. See, everyone's laughing. It's a good middle name. What's so funny about Jerome as a name? Uh, it sounds Alex? like a bulky porn star. Does it? Yeah. I can, I can say it since it's my name. It's just not common for a white guy to have the middle name Jerome. <laughs> it's a sort of a 70s, yeah. 70s janitor black guy name. But they're in now, those names. Leroy, Lucky for me. Leroy, yeah. Tyrone, and I guess Jerome, Jerome is back. Yeah. yeah, just lump us all together. Wasn't Jerome one of the Jackson family? Jerome Jackson? Jermaine. Jermaine. Ah, oh, yeah, okay. Well, he wouldn't have been as wacky if he was Jerome. <laughs> right. <laughs> who's, the most, who's the most famous black Jerome? Is there one that you were named after? Or who you were named after? I was actually named after St. Jerome. And what was, what was he the saint of? He translated all the, Bi- the Bible into different languages. Did he? Yeah. St. Jerome. That's the story. That's why he became a saint, because he translated the Bible into different languages. I guess and so. What language? He was a great dancer, too. He was. <laughs> <laughs> What language was the Bible written in that he translated it from, I wonder? Oh, man, we're really going off on a tangent here. Uh, well, it's the kind of thing I people had, will listen yeah. to the show want to know, you know, uh, about the Bible. Well, you've stumped me on that one. <laughs> do you know. guys know? I at least know what he did. Did you guys go to school? Alex, do you have an education? Yes, I, yes, yes, I have an education. <laughs> I have higher education. I, went, I actually went to a Catholic school. I went to Loyola. But, you did, okay. Uh, what did you have a degree in? Jazz studies. No, that's not going to help. Natalie, do you have any sort of an education at all? Uh, I was music industry, so, you know. Music industry, yeah. that's an oxymoron off everywhere. Yeah, I right? know, right? So, uh, so nobody knows anything about the Bible. Didn't you learn something in mm-hmm. Hebrew? Was it Hebrew? Was it in Hebrew or Aramaic, maybe, or something? Yeah. Because I, something to do with Mel Gibson makes me think Aramaic. Yeah, right. <laughs> so I think he's Aramaic. Originally, isn't he? So, did you guys meet um, at Loyola, Natalie and yeah, Alex? Yeah, we actually had music theory too. Our first semester back at Loyola, after we were the Katrina semester, right? So uh, we were supposed to start and then took a semester off, or it went because else, of elsewhere. because of the hurricane. Mm-hmm. Moved into the dorms and moved right back out. Now you both were from elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Alex is from Little Rock, and I'm from Manchester, Michigan. Manchester, Michigan. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know there was a Manchester. It's in Michigan. really tiny. Nobody knows it's there. It's, it's how many people? Barely a dime. How many people live in Manchester and do they speak Aramaic? Uh, they don't. I'm sure they don't speak Aramaic. Right. Uh, they pretty much only speak English. English. Um, There's you know, no, far, no foreigners. <laughs> no, no, not very many. Black people. Pretty small. A few. 
It's growing. It's growing. But it's technically a village, so there are fewer than 2,000 that live within the village limits. And but, what, you know, small what, what were your parents town. doing there that they decided to live in Manchester? Yeah, that's a good question. It was Thank pretty you. much, it just happened. It's my first good one <laughs> so far. I think it was just between their two teaching jobs. They were both teachers. My mom teaches in Ann Arbor. My dad retired from you, Napoleon. It's another small town in Michigan. Napoleon? Napoleon, Michigan. Mm-hmm. Wow. The Fighting Pirates. That's the, uh, that's, the, that's the motto of the town? I don't, I don't know. They're the pirates, and they, they Michigan, kick everyone ass, Michigan's everyone's not asses. On, Michigan's not on the sea, though. It's on a big Right. It's lake. surrounded by Great Lakes. Do they it's have pirates on that lake? No, I'm sure Let not. Alone fighting Maybe ones? back in the day. I'm sure back in the day. Maybe there were pirates on the lake. <laughs> that would be, I mean, pirates, not yeah. pirates. I'm losing it. And your parents were in a band, too, I believe, called the Raisin, yeah, the yeah. Raisin Pickers. Yeah, you did your research. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, it's the internet. It's easy to find out <laughs> yeah, anything. Right? I think that was on Facebook, actually. It's yeah, on your probably. Facebook page. I think it's on my bio, too. So <laughs> yeah. Well, what's up with the Raisin Pickers? What sort of music do they play? They, uh, they're traditional folk, traditional contemporary folk. Um, my dad started, you know, he taught himself guitar when he was young, and in college, just really wanted to start a, an old traditional band, so he started playing old timey music, and then talked my mom into playing bass. She was a viola major. Oh, it, she's easy to talk. Into. Yeah, right. That was quite a change. Yeah, so they've been playing ever since. I think they have uh, they have like five or six records wow. going on going on seven, but does it's been like twelve years in the making. Pl- does she play upright bass or she does bass? upright? That's she's played cool. electric once. I saw her. we had Corey Leday. Come up. He's from out of Lafayette, Corey Little Pop Day, and his bass player um, was teaching my mom how to play electric bass. She was getting funky. Oh, cool. <laughs> it was really good. So are they still playing, the raisin pickers? They do, yep. And my dad's got name, two isn't other. Because you can't pick right. raisins, right? No, you can't. And I didn't know that until I was, <laughs> I was about a teenager. But we grew I up. I just thought of it myself. <laughs> yeah, the River Raisin flows through Manchester, Michigan. We used ah. to live like. Just right across wow, the street. Wow, it's getting to be quite a weird-sounding place, isn't it? The River Raisin runs through <laughs> oh, Manchester, most, Michigan. It's, it's almost poetic. It's, all, it's the most crooked river in the world. It's got the world's crookedest river? Long. Yeah. I'm surprised we don't have that here. Right, right? We have the world's crookedest people. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's a slight difference. Wow. Yeah, that was last week's yeah. show. That was last week's show. Let's not go back there to the world's conspiracies. But, um, but the Raisin River runs through Manchester, Michigan. is a mm-hmm. rather exotic-sounding place now, isn't it? It almost sounds like a made of Dr. Zeus or something. Yeah, I have no so idea. So what sort of music do you guys play? <laughs> so we play uh, a lot of my originals, which are just a lot of Americana folk, bluesy. I mean, it's just a country, just a big conglomerate of stuff. Just whatever comes out, comes out. So, Alex, you, you're like a hired hand. You just do what you're told, or, <laughs> or yep. do you... Cons- yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's good. Well, let's ha- take a listen to this. We have some guitars lying around here, I see, yeah, and do. stuff's plugged in. So, let's pick it up. What do you think of, uh, what do you think of, pl- thinking of playing? I'd love to. That'd be great. What, uh, what though? Which, which song? Oh, we'll do... Um, we'll start with Mrs. Mississippi, which is... Mrs. Mississippi? Yeah, it'll be... Um, okay. I lost my pick, but that's all right. Do you need to find it? We're not in any panic. We're going to have another drink. Do you guys need a drink here? What are you drinking, Lydia? What are you drinking? What happened to Rachel the Waitress? Wow, that sounds great. Yeah, Alex found this old amp at his house, and it sounds great. Okay. So, uh, this tune. (laughs) So I wrote this about the Mississippi River. So it, um, I don't know how long ago I wrote it. Maybe about a year, I guess. Maybe two. And uh, we just recorded it, so it's going to be on the next album, which should hopefully come out in January. 
but uh, this is Mrs. Mississippi.
Okay. Nice. Very nice. Natalie May Palms and her unturned tricks. The unturned trick is Alex Pachari. <laughs> some, some nice nice playing, nice singing, and a nice song. You wrote the song. I did, yeah. Would you kindly take me home or lead me home, does it say? Um, lead Mrs. me. Mrs. Mrs. Mississippi. Yeah, I just forgot. Yeah, lead uh, well, me. Well, you haven't played it for a while. It's been a good 25 <laughs> seconds or something. That's cool. And it's on your new record, which is called what? Well, it's not called anything yet. It's in the works. Are you trying I'm to come up? Sure are you trying to come is. up with a name for it? Because we could help you out. What do you? What? What are you? I, should, I think I just call you. It, I just call it. It's New Orleans. It's New Orleans. <laughs> and, and actually, <laughs> can I idea. take that? <laughs> just put a link to it. Hey, David, what yeah. sort of um, what sort of music do you guys dance to? Recorded music, old songs, favorite songs, new songs, mainly songs from the eighties. Like what? What's the big pussy? What's the big? I keep on getting those. Things. What's the big six ten stomper song? It, it's common that people say pussyfooter and stomper together. Actually, it when is. we did the uh, Super Bowl parade together, yeah, Ray Nagin introduced us as the pussy stompers. Stomper. Wow, <laughs> I'm in I'm in good company so, at least because Ray Nagin never Nagin yeah yeah he didn't screw anything up other than that I'm sure. <clears throat> so so do you guys work together quite a bit, Lydia a and lot. David? A lot. Yeah, we do. We so there's a, a bit of, of coordination together. between the pussies. Our and first, the uh, yeah, and the stompers. That's why we were the pussy stompers at first. <laughs> we, uh, our actual first public present, uh, public performance was at the uh, blush ball. Pussy Pussy blush blush ball. Ball. That was the first public performance that the 610 Stompers made. Yes. Mm-hmm. And we should get on, I suppose we should ask you because, you know, every good interview asks where'd you get the name. The 610 Stompers comes from the, the not from the highway. But from the section that you guys sit in at Saints games, apparently. Section 610 of the Superdome. Yes. Ah. So and how many... Not everyone sits there. A handful of the guys sit there, and the guys that uh, started the group, who, who were core, sit there. Were you one of the core stars? One of the core guys, but I don't sit in Section 610. Why I sit that? at 5'11". So I can look up at the it. The whole Jerome thing? Yeah, exactly. They I wasn't allowed. Like they weren't in the 610... And who were, who were the original guy? I mean, you were one of the original guys. Well, there was a handful of them, but like I said, Brett Patron really came to me. He, he and I worked next door to each other. What do you, you own and a bar on Fulton Street. I do. The, I own, that's one of the, the businesses bar. I own. I own the 12 bar on Fulton Street. One of the Street. businesses. How many I have, uh, and I have a pressure washing company and a marketing company. And that's handy because you can estate. use the market. And you're a real estate real agent. Real estate, all of it. So. And what's the main thing that you mostly do? Well, now the bar takes up all my time. <laughs> so, did you buy the bar so, as a bit of a lock at the beginning or something? It was a opportunity that came together that made good business sense, and uh, so I moved forward with it. Well, that sounds like sort of a story in there, doesn't it? That, that is a story. Like that sound, yeah, what is the story? What's the truth? Well, I, I, <laughs> you want the story somebody or the truth? Owed, somebody, <laughs> oh, whichever is better, really. Someone owed you a lot of money in a card game or something, and you took the bar? I, I'm not good at cards, so no. It wasn't that wouldn't that. happen either. No, okay. it was just an opportunity. I knew the, uh, the space was for lease. Uh, was it a bar originally? No, it was an office building, okay. actually. And uh, I knew the owner who bought the building. He converted uh, the second floor to reception area, the Chicory, which is now open. And the third floor is office space. The first floor, he's just going to rent out to a bar or restaurant. And uh, it's on a, it's on a street that's a mostly pedestrian street near the casino, isn't it? Right. It's in the right. second block, so it's not pedestrian. It is open to the public for driving. You can drive but past it. It doesn't look like a street you can drive down. Right. One of those typical streets. So it doesn't. Not a lot of people drive down it. It is mainly. Do you think it would be a pretty good, attractive spot for a bar? You think someone who actually owned a bar and knew how to run a bar would buy that rather than some guy who didn't really have 
hadn't done that before. There were other people <laughs> who were interested in oh, it. Were. Yeah, okay. there were a lot of wow. other people interested in it. Uh, but like I said, I knew the landlord, and he and I worked out. Was he a, a, is he a stomper as well? He is not a stomper. No, he li- he appreciates the stompers, <laughs> but I don't think he would ever try out for the stompers. He's what too straight? Not not quite the dancer. You have to be a real. I see. Are the stompers supposed to be real dancers because it doesn't look like it looks like they're. You just have to want to dance. Yeah, need to dance. Now you're not and, intentionally trying to be bad, though, right? Yeah, where, no. what, what do you mean bad? What is that? Yeah. I don't mean, no, I don't mean I bad. Mean, I, I mean, we're not perfectionists by <laughs> no, any means. No, no, I mean but crazy. <laughs> I, mean, it's not, I mean, it's not like a dance troupe, really. It's a fun. I mean, aren't you Being wearing shrimp boots? Just, just because... No, we they wear, don't we wear, wear shrimp gold, boots. Gold. They wear gold sneakers. Are they gold they're sneakers? Amazing. Yes. <laughs> but are they are amazing. I'm taking offense to that. Yes. Okay. I think there's about to be a boycott of this show <laughs> on the show on it. I thought it was supposed to be <laughs> intentionally crazy. We, like, just because oh, like you're boistru- a good dancer... Boisterous, boisterous. ...doesn't necessarily mean you'll get in the group. Right, okay. Well put, okay. not looking for good dancers. People who are good dancers. We're looking for guys who... Need to dance. Okay, it's, a, it's an exuberance. It's an it's almost an over exuberance. Is that how you would describe it? It's for the ordinary guy who wants to get out and dance. Right. That's it. But it doesn't have to be. It's it's not. I mean, the pussyfooters are more together. Looking, <laughs> you know, they look like they're really working harder. Do you see the look on my face? Yeah, you're shocked. The pussyfooters look like they're really sort of striding out, where the stompers look like they're in it for fun. Well, both I think groups that's have fun. The difference between men and women. <laughs> Do you think? I mean, yeah. we accept the compliment, but. But you don't want to be known. You don't want to be known as any good. I, w- I would that, definitely that say they're not, much better dancers. That is not at all what I'm saying. I, I, I'm taking offense on, to beha- what on, you're on behalf of David. <laughs> yes. Oh, okay. Well, you see, I, I thought that the thing, the whole thing with the sixty and stompers, is that it's meant to be just—it's an, an exuberant. Celebration no, of movement and alcohol. One Are of, you? One of the really? we're very serious about our dancing. Okay, that's about it. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, one of the ways we came about was Brett and I were watching a Mardi Gras parade, and a group went by. Not necessarily a girl group, All but right. uh, a group went by, and we looked at each other and said, "We could do that." You know why? That's, why? Why can't we do that? So you were there. You were there at the moment that the idea came. You you had this conversation. Said, "Why don't we do with it?" Brett. Brett. Right. Brett's the one that came up with the concept. He had been working with other people on it, and uh, that was one of the moments. One of them. Right. And Brett had other moments like with other guys like that, and we but all. But it's came a together. very. I mean, even though people in New Orleans are very open to doing anything and and masquerading and you know having fun and going crazy. It's still unusual for a whole bunch of guys to get together and want to be a dance troupe. <laughs> Regular New Orleans guys, which this is... What separates this group from other dance troupes is the regularity of the people in it. They're just totally normal guys. They're not trying to be wonderful dancers, right? That's, Correct. So, we just want to dance. So how did the... How did we you, try. How did Actually, you, <laughs> we do try. Okay. But how do, you lose the, how do you lose the inhibition that most guys have about getting up in front of people and dancing? Beer. No. Uh-huh. <laughs> now it's your turn to be wrong. No, yes. not necessarily. <laughs> we uh, we just love to dance, and we're guys that want to want to get it out there for other guys in Manchester, Michigan, <laughs> who want to get out and right. dance. And actually, it's funny because you say we're from New Orleans. Mm-hmm. We are. Well, we are all from New Orleans, and or live here now at least. And we know we could only be born in New Orleans. This is the only city where we could be born out of. 
Now, we're going to yeah. find out what's going to happen when we go to the Macy's Day Parade. Uh, when is that? You guys are marching in the real Macy's gonna, Day Parade. We're going to be in the Macy's in New York Day City. Parade. Yes. That's no joke. So then we'll see. Wow. Is it something that the rest of the country gets and uh, can appreciate? How did that come about? The they invitation. Came, they came to us. They saw us, some of our videos. One of the guys who, who finds entertainment for, for the parade right. had a relative in town from Mardi Gras, saw us parading, looked at some of our videos, and forwarded them on. And they came to us. We, we thought it was a joke at first. And then they were <laughs> really? very serious about it. Then they came down. They met with us. You think you're serious? Now, the Macy's Day Parade is not joking. It's not a Mardi Gras parade. <laughs> not by it's any not. means. <laughs> There's nobody throwing beads we were and told, warn the yeah. boys. <laughs> yeah, we were told, leave your pickup truck at home with your sound system. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's a good and point. And you won't need a portalette during this <laughs> parade. So, Are you going to be going behind Tigger? Or yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so what happens? What are you supposed to do? Well, we, uh, we were asked to come up with a specific dance just for the part while we're on TV. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so you have to look, like, sharp. As sharp as we always do. And what's it going to be like? Have you ever done this without being drunk, honestly? I've Yeah. I, actually, all of us have. Saints game? It's, yeah. It's we, not, did, we did the Saints game halftime show. Well, okay, uh, that's true. I guess you couldn't be plastered for that. Well, they wouldn't let us. <laughs> so the only times we've been sober is when they wouldn't let us they drink. quarantined. <laughs> but you can do this thing sober then. Absolutely. And you're yeah. going to have to do We're it. We're going to have to. And do you have to march like the whole parade? Is it a long the parade whole two, like the Mardi Gras parade? Two miles. Oh, that's nothing. Yeah. You guys, right? Well, yeah. it's, it's nothing. But we, we do a 50-50 where half the group is dancing during Mardi Gras. Right. And the other half is resting. Cheap. And yeah, wow! And we they see the pussyfooters wouldn't do anything like we that. The whole thing. The girls go all the way. All the way. Why is that? Those girls guys, do go all the way. Do from go all the way. Yeah. I thought this was a family show. Well, it's a certain type. It's more like your family, I think. Yeah. I think he established this wasn't a family show when he said he was staring at your tits. <laughs> well, you know, was... it's New Orleans. There you go. It's New Orleans, exactly. exactly. So, now, not only do the girls go all the way in these parades, how long is the Mardi Gras parade here? It's like five miles or something. Muse is nine and a half miles. Nine and a half miles of marching and dancing like crazy. And then, let's be honest, you have to get up the get and do it the next day, don't do you? Do it the next day. How many, Absolutely. How many parades do you do, Lydia, over a Mardi Gras We're parade? hoping to do five this year. So how many, <laughs> Jesus. how many miles of dancing is that then? Like 50? A lot. That's almost 50 miles of dancing. Yeah. Well, how much do these lame-ass stompers do that? <laughs> More than us, actually. More than actually, oh, no, I how think could we're you doing do three parades this year. Three? And you're doing, yeah, ha- and you're doing the half parade. of the parade each. But one of them is... Tooth that starts all the way back at the park. So that's a nine and a half a mile tough, parade. Yeah. yeah, that's a tough. But it's also Sunday morning, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. It's a very forgiving sort of atmosphere there. Um, Not really. No, people are very demanding at Tooth. Really. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Lydia, has your, it's the daytime. You have to. Is your um? Is is yeah? I guess you have to look. You know, you Sunday to, morning is a tough time to get up and. Nighttime is a little more forgiving. Any, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Any mornings. In the morning, tough for you, especially if you're running (laughs) running a bar all night. I would imagine. What time does the bar close? Uh, Two during the week, four on the weekends. Are you there the whole time? No. What time do you get out of there? Uh, I get out when I get out. What do you do? You do you work there? I mean, (laughs) just hang. I mean, you have a whole staff. No, actually, I'll be there tonight. We have a uh, a film group coming in doing a dead actors party. 
Come dressed as your favorite dead actor. Wow, that's like yeah. a, a group of film people. Yeah, see, I've one, it's a film one, community. one thing about the twelve uh, twelve bar, uh, your bar is it's very popular a place to meet. I notice that people have meetings there. Yeah, we there's a lot of that going on. What's up with that? How did you well, get that? Just happening? the location. A lot of people that come there. Right. It's centrally located, close to the CBD, close to a residential neighborhood, the warehouse district. Uh, it's easy to get in and out. So it's a cool place because it's got that. Uh, it's got the sort of long bar, and then it's got the other room. Right, the stage is, room, yeah. and we kind of move it back and forth. Actually, we just moved the Brassaholics over to the bar side. The whataholics? Brassaholics. Well, that's they're the house brass band. Okay. Are they? How often do they play? Every Wednesday night. Is that tonight? No, that was last that night. That was last night. How'd they go? It went real well. So okay. how come you guys only match half a parade each? What's up with that? It's called the 50-50. So you will so, always see us dancing. Oh, okay. Whereas someone like the uh, like a everyone brass has band to take every, well, everybody has to take just a break at some point. You right. know, when your favorite band comes by, Saint Aug comes by, and they're not playing. You really wish they would, right? But you understand they can't play the whole route. So that's how you've solved that by only by having half the people dancing all the time. And we get our, our union beer break. That's right. Okay. Now that's a good that's a good point. That's a good point, Lydia. Because sometimes when the pussyfooters come by, they're just walking past. Have you thought about doing that so that there's someone dancing the whole time? Pussyfooters always look good. They always look good, I'll give you that. But they're not always dancing because you can't dance for nine miles. You can, but you do it only once. (laughs) (laughs) That's an interesting... That's an interesting way of doing it, though. Have they it, thought of that? It is an interesting way of doing it, but the pussyfooters have a way of looking good when they're walking by you, even if they're not dancing. That's true. Well, once you get a scantily clad outfit on and it's all pink and sparkly, and with big boots, what color are the boots? Orange or pink? You say boots? Boots. Okay, they're... <laughs> wow. Pay attention. Yeah. They're white. They're white. I See, I really was paying attention. They're white boots, and your boots are... Shoes. Shoes. Dance shoes. Gold. gold. Gold shoes. Okay. Gold. Okay. Let's get off. Uh, let's get off dancing and go back to music for a minute. Mitch Foreman. Yes. What? What? What is that, Lydia? We have I, to get I on to the charity. It. When we come back, Mitch, from this break, we're going to be talking about charities. Okay. Can okay. you remind me, somebody? Okay. Charities. Mitch, what are you playing tonight? Today. Uh, I'm playing with uh, like a brown loafer on. By the way. That's <laughs> what you were. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, and, uh, and uh, I was going to do a, uh, it's a, an interpretive dance on a Cat Stevens Peace Train song, but it's not really Peace Train. It's Peace Train-ish. It's Peace Train-esque. It's based on a true story. Based on a true story, yeah. It's kind of based on my, my, a song on my CD. But Okay. Sing Along with Mitch, now available. There you go. Now available. In stores everywhere. Okay. Here we go.
Cat Stevens Peace Train, interpreted by Mitchell Foreman. Very nice. Uh, thank you. Very nice. Who sings uh, that song on your record? Uh, that is sung by Steven Santoro, who's actually a uh, vocal teacher at Berklee School of Music. Oh, really? Now, the funny yeah. thing, Mitch, is that... Um, well, it's not that funny, really, actually. <laughs> that, uh, that you play... <laughs> thanks. That you play in a band called Metro, right? Yes. You're, the, uh, you're one of the two principals in, in Metro. Yes. And Lydia, who's from the Pussyfooters, Lydia Benson, who's no relation to Tom Benson. I suppose we should get that out of I the way. I wish I was. I wish you were, too. We I'm could have not. a Mercedes... I, how many people ask you that a lot, I suppose? A lot, and I used to you lie. Look like him, I right? used to lie and say, oh, my gosh, I'm not related to him at all. And now I go, oh, Tom, me, Uncle Tom? Um, but now I'm not related to him You used to lie and say you were related to him. and now, No, when everyone hated him, I'd be uh, like, oh, no, Tom, no, no I don't way. know him. But you're not related to him, really. I'm not related to him Why did everybody hate all. Tom Benson? I don't remember that period. You know, a period. while back when everybody didn't like Tom with the whole Saints thing. Because he was, was going to move, move the team to San Antonio. He was going to move the team to Vegas or something, right? Uh, San, Antonio. San Antonio. That would yeah. have been yeah. great I, if he'd moved it, wouldn't it? That would have been fantastic. So I'd be like, Strike no, two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's going to be a walk. Yeah. <laughs> Mitch, you ready to take us off? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was that unpopular. I don't remember. People didn't really believe he was ever going to move the Saints. He was just a threat, wasn't he? Was he was unpopular. And so I used to be like, no, no I'm way. not related to Tom Benson. And, and so now when people ask me, I'm like, no, maybe. Um, but no, I'm not related to no, Tom okay. Benson. Actually, a lot of people for, forget this, but Arnie Filco, who's leaving the city council, fought to keep the Saints here and actually quit his job over it with the right. Saints. He quit right. with the Saints because, with the because Saints. Benson was threatening to move. Uh, right. he, had, he had disagreement with the leadership of the Saints organization, and he quit his job over it because he thought the Saints belonged in New Orleans. Well, they certainly do. I mean, well, they imagine, if, do. imagine if we'd lost the Saints and we'd lost the Utah Jazz. You know, crazy. And then what would happen next? What would have happened to the Superdome if there were no Saints here? It would be the what? Pinto Superdome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a, so, I was really liking that Metro lead-in. Yeah, I was going to get back to Metro. What is Metro? Um, Metro, Metropolitan <laughs> Center for Women, right. is the... Um, charity that the Pussyfooters raised money for. Um, it actually happened because they were the first charity that didn't turn us down because we had the P word in our name. We, um, A lot of most of the charities turned you down when, you, when they heard that you were called Pussy something. That would be correct. <laughs> and what were the ones that turned you down just so we well, can Well, pre-Katrina, let, let we, ra we raised money for Women for Women International. And post-Katrina, we decided we wanted to keep the money here locally. And we went to a bunch of charities and said, hey, we do this big fundraiser and we want to give you the money. And they went, yeah, no. And, well, um, can I just ask you a question? I mean, it's, it's good that you have you know, charities to give the money to and you had to talk someone into taking money after all, which is weird. But why don't you just keep it? Um, we're a 501c7. We're a nonprofit. What is this? Well, normally, it's 501c3 people right. say. What is the seventh? Four better. <laughs> it's like going to 11. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 501c7 is the same status as like a social aid and pleasure club. Right. Which means we don't get to keep the money we raise from our members. We have to give it away. Okay. 
Um, but what's the difference between three and seven? I'm serious, just for one second. Three means you Four. get to keep the money and you spend it um, oh, for I your see. own purposes. Uh, okay, seven, seven means you have means to, we have I'm to sorry, give it just, away. Okay, okay. We get to raise it, but we have to give it okay. away. And um, So you have to find somebody. To give the money to. Do you know what the five and six are? I don't know. We should find that out. No one has a law degree here, all these people. No. So, uh, no. Okay. <laughs> anyway, okay, go on. So you um, have to give it to someone. So nobody wanted to get free money just well, because I, it came I'm not going to say no one, but we went to a couple of people and they were like not interested in the Ch- pussyfooters raising money for them. And so Metro was, and that was four years ago, and we are delighted to be partnered with well, Metro. Tell us about what they do. Um, it is a uh, shelter for um, battered women, sexually abused women, and uh, women who are trafficked. Um, That's interesting that you should bring that up, actually, because I've just recently discovered, I mean, have you guys heard about this whole international global sex trafficking that's allegedly coming through New Orleans? more stories on it, yeah. Has this been going on for a while? It's huge. Um, The statistics are one in three women will be affected by sexual abuse, uh, yeah, domestic but violence <laughs> or trafficking or just uh, na- in the world nationwide worldwide yeah, but that's not the worldwide. Three, wow. yeah, domestic One abuse is not the same thing as sex trafficking which I assume is like selling people into sexual slavery or selling something. people into sexual slavery how do you how do you find those people um, the police find those people they find, I mean how do you find the people who have been I mean the girls or women how does that happen here I mean in New Orleans I can, can you imagine how it happened might happen in India or Singapore or somewhere where that's how does it happen here? How do you pay your electricity bill? I mean, where are, the, are these local girls who are brought up here and go to high school, um, go to elementary school here, and then they're somehow involved in, in some sort of slavery, yes. sex? Sl- and what is that, That's though? my answer to your question. I mean, how do you pay your bills? Everybody's desperate. And everybody will do something for money. And well, that's fine. Yeah, but it's not just prostitution we're talking about here. That's correct. That's totally understandable and normal, and everybody knows how that works. But what exactly goes on in the, the mechanics of, of ending up as a girl ends up as a some sort? What is it? Is, is it? Are you trapped as a prisoner somewhere? Absolutely. And how does it happen? Is what I'm saying. Desperation. You know, no, no, I don't, I don't mean. I think if I think if people knew how it happened, it'd be easier to stop. Easier to stop. Yeah, absolutely. Well, who are the, who's perpetrating it? I think again, if we knew who that was, if, we, yeah, if we knew stop. who that was, well, we could stop it. But what, what exactly? So you have no. I mean, I thought. What I can tell you is October is Domestic Violence Awareness Month. Okay. And um, so the Pussyfooters are very proud to be raising money for Metro. Um, last year was our tenth anniversary. Our goal was to raise ten thousand dollars for Metro. We exceeded that goal. Um, so this year, our goal is to raise $15,000 for Metro. We do that primarily through the Blush Ball, which will be That's January. That's a fun party. A very fun party featuring the Six Ten Stompers. Okay. It's um, called Blush, as in B-L-U-S-H, as in blushing. That would be pink. correct, as in pink. Pink. <laughs> Blusher. So what, what goes on at the Blush Ball? The Blush Ball Giant. is the kickoff to the carnival season. Okay. It happens a week before Cru de Vue. Um, it'll be January 28th this year. Well, next year. Next year. Thank you. Um, it's going to no be problem. at the Foundry. Okay. Um, How, and so you can buy tickets now, I assume. It's all. Um, not quite yet. 
um, in a couple of weeks. You can buy tickets from your favorite pussyfooter. Um, How do you get a favorite pussyfooter? Can you adopt one? <laughs> is there is there a, is there an online? Oh my online, gosh! You just made me blush. B l u s h. Is there an online registry of pussyfooters? There is a there is a collection of there them on is, the website. www.pussyfooters.com. Right, and there's yeah. photos of all of the pussyfooters. There are. Do you have like a pussyfooter name? I see you have like a name, your own name on your like badge here, Lydia. It, it but do you have like a princess? Like a yeah, princess. Princess. <laughs> yeah. That's pretty common. That's easy because you're in first, I suppose. Yeah, princess name. Lydia. Princess Benson. Princess Benson is my email address. That's got. Well, I don't know if I would have said that. Well, I don't know. Where, they don't know. <laughs> at what domain? Yeah, okay. But, yeah. Let's not start that. No, that's a good idea. Now, see, you guys have a drink. Natalie, you have another drink. What is that? Bloody Mary? Yes. It's a good Bloody Mary. How much of that do you have to drink before you can play us another song? Oh, not much at all. Just take a sip <laughs> then. And then and then we'll make you play another one. That sounds good. Okay. What are, you, uh, what are you thinking of playing? Oh, we're going to slow it down <laughs> with a number... I wrote... Um, Don't say anything bad about the 610 stomping. Because that's, that's slowed it down before. We're on, we're on strike two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I've only got one more mistake to make and then everyone's going to walk out of here. We come back if you want to talk about our balls. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this tune... I don't know when I wrote it a year ago or so. Finished it a year ago. And this yeah. is another one that's, that'll be on our upcoming record. Yet so. to be titled, which we're going to name today before you leave. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. <laughs> okay, I'm going to move this mic around. What's this one called, Natalie? It's called Hold On, Little Love. Okay, Natalie May Palms and the Unturned Tricks. Thank you. 
That's great. You guys, are, do, you, do you play around New Orleans much? I mean, are you playing out yeah. most nights? Not most nights. I'd like to most nights. Uh, but we, uh, Alex and I both play in another band called The Blue Party, and so we were out most of, I mean, most of the summer until yeah. about middle of September. So we've been gone quite a bit. But um, when we're here, we're playing as much as possible. And this is so. all you do? Do you have day jobs as well, or does this, this is it? Uh, Alex books for a company. and I'm a, yeah, I'm a booking agent, and I'm also... I see you on both sides of the yeah, music Yeah, I'm on business. both sides of it, trying to get it all. Um, can but you, I also you, play here. Can you book every, yourself? Oh, you can play at the Collins. Yeah, I play yeah, at the Collins. Yeah. I play, actually play in this room every Friday. So. <laughs> You guys should come. Yeah. So every five to eight. Five yeah, to five eight. eight. I, play, I play happy hour on Fridays. So. <laughs> okay, that's a pretty good gig. It's cool. It's cool. It's, you know, it's, every Friday is different, and that's what I like. You know, mm-hmm. we kind of use it as just like a standards gig, and it's nothing too, uh, you know, nothing too serious, and we have a good time every week. So. And you're really both fun. graduates of the music, music business school at Loyola University. Loyola. Well, Alex was jazz studies. Oh, you're in jazz studies. And, and I was music. music industry with piano. Mm-hmm. Okay. Go Loyola. Yeah, okay. Did you go to school here, <laughs> David? Or did you, go, you leave here to go to school? I'm from here, and I left here to, uh, to go to Ole go? Miss. I oh, so you wouldn't go too far away. I didn't go too far. And Lydia, yeah. did you leave here to go out, or did you stay? Privateer, UNO. UNO, okay. Mitch Cry is a privateer as well. And so, David, we have to get out of here in a minute, but just tell us, what, is the, what are the Stompers doing? This is obviously a big deal, going to New York for the Macy's Parade. It is. Which is, is that the day, is it Thanksgiving it's Day? It's Thanksgiving the, Day. It's on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Day morning. itself. Yeah. And, and how, how many million people are going to be watching you? Uh, 55 million, I think. Woo, yes. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That's going to be fun. Represent. Yeah. Awesome. No, <laughs> no pressure there. No pressure. You know, no pressure. And just a little bit bigger than a Mardi Gras parade. What time do you have to get, get up? Drunk on the pr- just get drunk on the plane. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> do, they, do they fly you in and put you up and all no, this? No, they don't, they don't pay for anything. And uh, our, our, our members are really just paying for this on our own. So actually, we're doing a little uh, send-off party yeah. on 11-11-11. And uh, we're the Stompers are going to do our own version of a New Orleans Macy's Day Parade at the party. At the party, oh, yeah. Tickets a- are twenty five dollars <laughs> that you can buy on the six ten Stompers dot com. That's going to be worth seeing. And where's yeah. that going to be? That's at the Holland Wolf on eleven eleven eleven. On eleven eleven eleven. That's it. Will be there. Pussy yeah. will be there and d- dancing yeah. away for the. That's, that's it. That's a pretty big deal. That's going to be, be a really night. entertaining night. Yeah, I bet that. And actually, we will start selling our calendar. At that party. 12 months of masculinity. Okay. Yeah. Are, are you in it? I'm in it, yeah. And what are you, uh, what are you posing? I, I can't, can't say, say yet. can't say that. can't say yet. What you month gotta, are you? I am, I think it's August. I think. I <laughs> can't remember. August. Yeah. That's great. I, I, I can't remember it was August now. Some of the pictures had to be taken out because I sobered up and I was like, that's really not. I saw you the image I want to put that's out always, there. Yeah. yeah. yeah I, I sobered up and then I realized. Yeah. That's well, not the image I want to put out there. Well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out how much of an only in New Orleans this kind of thing is once it hits the Macy's Day Parade. Exactly, yeah. It's going to be and, exciting. And, and Pussyfooters are wins and wins the next big Pussyfooter gig other than the 11-11-11 party. Friday night we'll be at the Furball for Animal Helpers at the Chateau Bourbon. So you guys are dancing all the time, all through all the year. All the time. We can find out more about that on, on your website, pussyfooters.com. Pussyfooters.com. Or pussyfooters, plural. Plural pussyfooters.com. Thank you so, so much, you guys, for joining us here today on Happy Hour. I'm sorry that I said anything even uh, vaguely, <laughs> vaguely naughty about the six ten stompers, but I'll, you, get, you get the, the last. Thank you for forgetting about that. 
That's very kind of you. My special guests here today have been David Tosso, who is not only the owner of the 12 Bar on Fulton, he's also a 610 stomper, an ordinary man with extraordinary moves. Lydia Benson is the president of the board of Pussyfooters. You can find out more about those guys at pussyfooters.com and 610stompers.com. Natalie May Palms has been our special music guest along with Alex Bachari. Alex and Natalie together are in a band called The Unturned Tricks and also a band called The Blue Party. You can find them all around New Orleans. And we have links to your stuff on our website as well. Hey, listen, we record the show at the Columns Hotel on St. Charles Avenue. If you're coming to New Orleans, it's a great place to stay. And if you're already here, it's a great place to come down and have a drink. And on Friday nights, come and listen to Alex Bachari's band here at the Columns Hotel. If you're headed to New Orleans and you're not here and you're listening to this from somewhere else and you need to book a hotel or tour or you need tips on what to do while you're here, check in with our friends at neworleans.com, the official New Orleans travel site. Our producer of our show has been Melinda Hawes. Our associate producer is Chris Kehoe. Mitch Cry is our technical director and our musical director is Christian Unreal, web designer. And our link to the real world is Cliff Brigden. Our theme song was written and is being played by Mitch Foreman, whose record you can also buy called Sing Along with Mitch. A link to it on our site as well. If you'd like to be on our show, drop us a line at it's at gmail.com. You just have to speak English and stay sober for about an hour. It's recorded live at the Collins Hotel. I didn't know that. How drunk are we? You can check out our other happy hour shows where people have stayed relatively sober as well on our site. There are plenty of shows to listen to as well as our other shows called Out to Lunch with Peter Rashidi and Kathy Finn, which is recorded live at Commander's Palace and Mindset with our psychiatrist, Dr. Nick Page. Check that out as well. You can keep up with us by liking us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter and you can subscribe to our podcast on iTunes as well. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. I'm Grant Morris. Thanks for joining us. I'll see you next time on Happy Hour. Thank <laughs> you.